Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. St. Patrick, pray for us. Hey, how's it going? Father Kelly here with Spirit and Swagger. And yes, St. Patrick is still my guy, even after March 17th. I'll keep the pub songs playing and the Catholic Green and Trinitarian Clovers present until you all need them again next year. Coming up this week is another, is another solemnity, the Annunciation, which I trust you will all remember as being a solemnity that falls on a Friday in Lent supersedes the rule of abstinence from meat. But the decent thing to do is to only take that opportunity if you make a real effort to celebrate the Annunciation itself. Going to Mass on the 25th is the best way, but praying the Rosary, the Joyful Mysteries, and making some other honor to Mary is a good thing to do too. Maybe you could hang an image of Mary in your home. Maybe you could paint a mural of her on the side of your business. You could fly a banner behind an airplane or do some skywriting to honor our mother. That would be a good way. If you rent an airplane and skywrite the name of the Blessed Mother all across Oklahoma, then you can have a steak on Friday. Technically, there was a way to eat meat this past Friday for an earlier solemnity, too, but I don't mean St. Patrick's Day. Even if your hangover extended all the way into Friday, not that you should drink so much to have a hangover, of course. No, no, no. St. Patrick's, in fact, isn't even a solemnity, even though we give it this, the energy a solemnity deserves. But rather, I mean the actual solemnity of St. Joseph on March 19th, which deserves far more attention than it actually gets, than we give it. One way to give it and St. Joseph more of our attention is and develop an additional habit of prayer, and if it's your goal of yours, eat meat on a Friday in Lent, in the evening at least, is to adopt praying the Liturgy of the Hours, which is actually the prayer meant for all Christians, not just priests and religious. If you were to pray the Vigil, that is, Evening Prayer 1, for the Solemnity of St. Joseph, which would occur on Friday evening, before the day itself on Saturday, liturgically it becomes Saturday and a Lent overriding solemnity so as to eat meat would be permissible. But really, you should only do that if you actually mean it. Don't expect many graces or much enjoyment if you're really just trying to game the system. Pray well and you get to enjoy good things, but don't try and take shortcuts with God. One thing there are no shortcuts or easy responses to are the complexities and sufferings that some people are, are immersed in, often in a tangled web of things in their control and not in their control. I was reminded of this in an unfortunate way this evening. As I walked through the neighborhood around the church on my way to a nearby restaurant after Mass, I heard a familiar voice, the voice of a certain person who is known around the neighborhood and known to have certain problems. Following the voice, I could see plainly through the chain-link fence of a backyard a block away, the person I recognized, plainly not in their right mind, and others of mind unknown. Stern but tentative voices carried down the street as a police car arrived out front, not with lights flashing, but still with haste. Hopefully this would not escalate, but I didn't know. 
I suspect the officer has been to this house many times before. I'm afraid probably a lot. Do we blame people for their substance abuse and the sufferings it causes? What about the trauma which caused them to look for that way out? I can't hop the fence and fix decades of suffering. I can't bring all of these individuals, families, friends, and bad influence-giving acquaintances into my office for group counseling and spiritual direction. Literally all I can do, at least in this moment, is keep praying my rosary and offer it up for those involved, that, at least someday, light may come to that darkness. This familiar person from the neighborhood is an extreme case, but many people live with at least some shades of darkness. Substance abuse, substance abuse, violence, or addictions are often outward signs of inner loneliness and suffering. Sometimes, it is true, even people with good friends go bad. Being an intimate friend of Jesus did not stop Judas from going bad. Yet we remain attracted to the enduring power of friendship. True friendship, mutually given, in love, can go to the ends of the earth to save us from danger and even from ourselves. At root, evil is divisive, and good, especially good friendship, is unitive. In literature, the villain has no real friends, either as the cause of their villainy or as a result of it. A villain is turned in on themselves and only sees others as tools to be used, not friends to be embraced. Villains have cronies and minions and hangers-on, but not friends. These orbiters speak friendly words, but live in fear, and the villains fear them, too. This is true for bad middle managers and drug kingpins, for dictators and politicians. We recognize it in fiction because we recognize it in real life. But we also recognize the good of friendship. A bad job is bearable when you have friends to, with which to in, a bad job is bearable when you have friends to suffer through it with. It's why soldiers become a band of brothers when they face an enemy together. It's why monasteries exist and why being on a college campus or in a small town surrounded by all of our friends is one of the best things any of us can experience. Yet deep, meaningful, authentic friendship is what so many people are missing, yearning for, and wanting desperately. This, I propose, is why, in the last generation, the Harry Potter franchise was, and continues to be, so popular. At heart, it is about the power of friendship. It shows what so many wished they had. We all want to be part of a friend group like Ron, Harry, and Hermione, and all the supporting characters. But watching them be friends, and it really is an immersive portrayal of their friendship, and just as a side note personally, I have to be careful to not read or watch too much of it at once, or else I will literally make myself melancholic for days when I have to close the book or turn off the movie and come back to the reality that those aren't my friends, and in fact, they aren't even real. I actually don't watch that many movies or TV shows uh, in general because, you know, maybe, I don't know if I'm, maybe I'm more invested, emotionally invested than most people. Maybe it's just something that, that not everyone gets that into it. I'm not sure, but frankly, it's exhausting. Watching them be friends, watching the Harry Potter characters bond, grow and succeed together in defeating evil is, in the end, 
only a temporary salve for loneliness or sadness. As it is the case, no matter how immersed you get, they remain neither real nor your real friends. Therefore, I consciously choose to try and be a good and better friend to my real and already existing friends. We should all do this. If a book is better than real life, we need to work on real life. Get out of our comfort zones and have an adventure. There is one place I can think of right now where people are forming friendships like never before. Ukraine. In the crucible of an unexpected war, friendships are being formed that no author could create with words. And yet, it is happening. I never imagined I would watch something unfold that seemed so much like what I have read and watched about the previous world wars. But like no war before it, it is also documented daily. Information and conversation are constant. Everyone's smartphone can report from around the world. The end game is either a stalemate or something dramatic. Is some kind of quiet collapse of Russia in a way that doesn't endanger the rest of the world even possible? What does God work out of the consecration of Russia to Mary? Whatever we guess will probably be wrong, but a great consolation is this. Where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. We offered our Ash Wednesday penances for peace and conversion. May that be only the beginning. Come, Holy Spirit. If you like what I'm doing here, please subscribe and share it with others. See you later, and God bless.